Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It is me, the High Priestess Jay. It's been a while um, since I made my last podcast. I have been working on something very, very special for you guys that is going to um, come to a head in 2020. So I've been really focused on that and I have been at home um, instead of on travel for work. So I've been really focused on myself and my house and getting all that personal stuff together. But for some reason, this memory popped up for me and I just wanted to share it with you guys and just let you know, I guess, where I am in my spirituality and, you know, where you can be too if you want to. Um <laughs> And just share, like, how spirituality just naturally evolves for each person. So when I first started on my um, my spiritual, witchy, magical journey, I was really heavily interested in working a lot with gods and goddesses and different deities and Orisha and, you know, all these different beings And I was really enjoying learning about the different pantheons and, you know, the energies and archetypes that were associated with these different beings and deities and so on and so forth. And I was having a lot of fun with it and I was mixing and matching them. (laughs) I was, you know, one day asking Athena for help and then the next day I was coming to Oshun and then the next day I was, you know, hitting up. Ganesha, and so on and so forth. Um, Pretty blended spirituality, I would say. And my spirituality is still very blended, but I do things a lot differently now, and I focus on different things now. And um, I just go about things way differently than I used to. So... For a little bit of background on my spirituality, my mother is is a baptized Christian. I don't know what kind of Christian she is. My father, I think, was baptized to be Roman Catholic. Um, Then he was a five percenter. Now he just does his own thing. Um, I was never baptized because my family couldn't come to an agreement um, as to what I was going to be, um, which I honestly don't even understand, but whatever. (laughs) I was never baptized. Um, maybe I should do that one day, but, um, I did pull a lot of spiritual, um, or sorry, religious values from my parents and my grandparents, um, in that, you know, I didn't eat pork from, what, like age eight or nine until, yeah, I I never really ate pork. Um, I thought it was disgusting, (laughs) disgusting. And that comes from my dad and, um, him being a part of Islam. You know, I always went to mass every Sunday. I, um, what else did I do? I, spent countless hours trying to memorize the Lord's Prayer, because that's what my mom wanted me to do. Um, Just certain things, you know, not saying the Lord's name in vain, blah, 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 all that good stuff. But my 
religious upbringing wasn't very oh that's my phone ringing we'll just let that ring my religious upbringing wasn't very like I guess serious do you know what I'm saying so every Sunday when I would go for mass I would walk up to get body of Christ and then I wasn't allowed to get it because I wasn't baptized and everybody knew um so I would go home and make my own body of Christ and I would pull the wheat bread out the fridge I would smash it with the sugar jar until it was flat and then I would rip it into a circle and I would administer myself my own body of Christ and I would say that's pretty much what my spirituality and religion is like today is very do it yourself do it with what you have um so on and so forth (laughs) um I'm really not one of those people that like waits around for people to do stuff, to show me things and all that and all that nonsense. So I've always been like that. Um, and then I had a super duper Harry Potter inspired phase with a dash of Lord of the Rings. And I got, you know, into those, um, into those lores and read a lot of the books. I read all the Harry Potter books and I read The Hobbit. And I think I read the first Lord of the Rings book, but when I was reading those books, my reading level was, you know, I was at a fifth grade reading level at that time. So Lord of the Rings kind of went over my head, but um, I did have that phase. And then I had a phase during puberty where I was just like, I'm agnostic, I'm agnostic, and that's who I am, that's what I am, and I accept it, and um, then I got back into witchcraft as an adult, (laughs) but the whole point of this podcast is a a memory that I had, and it was a couple years ago when I first got started on this journey, and I was really into the Facebook groups, which if you know me personally, you know I really don't mess with those groups anymore. I pretty much have removed myself from all of them. I don't even really log on to Facebook anymore because it's just kind of become like a cesspool in those in a lot of those groups. Um, just madness, excuse me. And I don't really like to be a part of it, see it or partake in it, any of that. So, um, but in this one group, people were talking about um, which Orisha was on their head. I don't know if that's like the correct term, the correct way to say it, but which Orisha was ruling their head, their crown. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? It's, it's either Oshun or Yamaya because I feel a great connection to Oshun. Um, I mean, honestly, which femme person doesn't? <laughs> And then I was like, I also feel a really deep connection to Yamaya. I've been told many times that I'm one of her daughters and I have characteristics that are similar to hers and I'm a cancer, sun and moon. So it just makes sense that I would be like ruled by the deity of the ocean and all this stuff. And um, I was just sharing those findings in the group because everybody was just having like, like lighthearted fun in that conversation. And one person uh, commented on my input and was really mean, but um, I understand where they were coming from because they were just trying to protect their um, their school of thought 
which they had been initiated into and it's survived all these years and it's gone people have gone through initiations and passed that information down from generation to generation and, and all that good stuff so it was very serious to her but um, she was basically just saying you can't pick which uh, Orisha you you want to rule your head just because you like the colors that they wear or you identify with them or whatever and at first when she wrote the comment it it wasn't as simple as how I just how I just said it it was really like she was really digging at me and at first I was like you're a bitch okay um <laughs> and then I uh and then I got over it because what she was saying was the truth and in certain cultures um religions, paths, so on and so forth, you must be initiated to be able to speak on who these beings and deities are to you. And you must be initiated to work with them and to make contact with them. You must be initiated for them to even seek you out um, and all that stuff. And um, that pulled the... um, the gaiety out of it for me it made it less like entertainment and more like this is something that people actually do they actually turn to they actually use this is serious for some people um it's not a joke it's not a game these are people's lineages their histories their you know their livelihoods all sorts of that of that type of energy just came along with that comment and it made me realize that Number one, I am first generation American. So my family's from Congo. I could, I could, if I chose to go back to Congo and meet family members that are alive and well. Um, I have family members all over the globe, but that is where my people originate from. Um, We're still there today. And that is the blood that runs through my veins for the most part. And so I realized it just did not make sense for me personally to heavily engage and work with and claim I was working with and seek out um, certain religions, certain cultures and certain deities because it's not um, a huge part of who I am. And so I decided to spend more time getting closer to the deities from my own country and the ATRs from my own country. And I was given some tips and I was given some leads and I made some phone calls to people and hit people up and this, that, and the other. And it eventually led me to a brick wall, um, (laughs) which was really, really disappointing because I felt like I was on the up and up and getting somewhere and learning some information that, you know, um, that my grandparents didn't have, that my, that my family members from Congo that are here and the States don't have, um, that would bring me like closer spiritually to who I am. But I hit a brick wall and I was basically told to study chakras 
study chakras and herbs and tea and candles and all sorts of stuff like that, which I've, I've been doing for a long time and I still continue to do. And I ended up removing a lot of, um, my, well, I didn't remove it, but I ended up losing a lot of my need to work with specific deities for things because I moved more into ancestral veneration, which is what has worked the most for me. In addition to focusing on Reiki and mentalism and, um, um, using my, my third eye to manifest things, but my work has gone a lot from, uh, deity veneration to ancestral veneration with, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. That's a great question. With more focus on, like, astrology and numerology and sacred geometry, math, um, things of that nature. So, question, do I currently work with any deities? Um, Yes, I do. I have worked a lot with um, saints. So I was raised in a Roman Catholic environment as a child, so I'm very, very comfortable working with saints, although I was never baptized. I do uh, recognize their energy and work with it a lot. I work a lot with angels, specifically Archangel Michael. Um, That's my hitter. That's never going to change. I will probably never stop working with Archangel Michael and calling on Archangel Michael um, and I do have, um, I do have space for a few, um, Hindu gods and goddesses because according to my research, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong or, you know, give me some information, but according to my research, I've found that many of the Hindu gods and goddesses are non-denominational, so you don't need to be initiated or a part of a religion or a part of a group or even a certain ethnicity to work with them. Um, And so I do work with them from time to time. Now, I also do infuse a lot of folk magic from different cultures into my life. And um, those would specifically be feng shui. Uh, Feng shui is my jam. Uh, As some of y'all will know, I do use feng shui often, all the time, (laughs) most days I'm using it. And I do practice hoodoo all the time, most days I'm using it. And I like to mix those together. Sometimes I pull things from Wicca, but not very often. Um, The most I'll do with that is like winter solstice, um, you know, summer solstice, just uh, celebrating time markers and time periods and seasonal periods, um, as well as working with like the Roman calendar and how things are set up. I'll work with certain, um, certain energies 
where I'll work on certain things. Like I'll work heavily with my finances in May because it's tourist season. Uh, or in um, August, I really like to focus on my strength training, like weightlifting, because that is Leo season. Um, that is August is a huge month. It's a fire sign. It's ruled by the sun, but I also feel a lot of Jupiterian energy at that time as well. Um, and speaking on that, my, uh, my spirituality is very, very intuitive now as well. So I've moved on from, um, I've moved on from being that type of person that's like, okay, I have this certain working I want to do, this ritual I want to do, whatever, whatever, but I have to wait for the moon to be on this phase, you know, on a Monday or a Tuesday, and it has to be at like 5 p.m. and all that stuff. I've moved out of that because I don't, I personally don't need those structures to make the things happen that I want to happen. And take that how you want it. It's not meant to be a flex or anything like that. But um, I do believe that when you're learning things, that you need structure and rules to help you grasp those concepts. And then once you've got them down packed to where it's like you can just list things off and you, you have all these things committed, committed to memory, um, you'll see where there are loopholes. You'll see where certain constraints really don't matter. Um, if you come into mentalism, which I highly suggest everybody does, um, then you'll, you'll learn how you can rise above certain things and you don't need to adhere to rules, uh, to get stuff done. Now, in addition to that, <laughs> I want to say this, your spirituality, just like my spirituality is personal and it can be private. So, if you hear this and you feel like, oh man, I'm not initiated into Yoruba, so I feel like I can't work with Oshun or whomever, um, my word is not law, but do your own research and see how you feel when you work with these deities. Are you getting the results that you want? Are you respecting those deities, how they deserve to be respected or how they are supposed to be respected? Um, are you, you know, are you failing miserably every time you call on these deities? Are you experiencing bad luck? Are bad things happening to people around you? Um, are you like the type of spiritualist that is just spiritual when you're going through a hard time? And then after that time is over, you don't focus on your spirituality. Are you somebody like me who's a freestyler that likes to use certain energies for certain things? Are you somebody that believes they're the architect of their own world so they don't need deities and, and all that good stuff around them? Like really think about who you are, what you want, what you need, and what works for you. So I just wanted to share that because that was a memory that just came out of nowhere. And uh, at the time that it happened, I was really upset. But now I, I understand that, yeah, you know, these things are serious. They're not games. Um, these are traditions that have been passed on through generations. These are traditions that helped, you know, 
um, ancestors, you know, not only my ancestors, but other people's ancestors across the diaspora uh, to survive. And they deserve respect. And so I'm big on respect. I'm big on staying in my lane and, and doing what I know how to do and sticking with what I know how to stick with. And so I just choose to do that. And if I happen to come across information on African traditional religions from my country, then I will study those. And I do study those. And I get as much information on them as I can up to that point where it's just like, okay, that's where this ends. Um, but I just want to share it with you guys in case you're wondering what I do, what I believe in, what I've gone through. Um, I'm very much a freestyle person freestyle spiritualist that is focused on ancestor veneration, um, Reiki, herbal, magic, folk magics um, from across the globe, and um, mentalism. So I hope this was helpful to you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am High Priestess J with two H's at the end of high on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me on my website, highpriestessj.guru, and you can leave questions there as well. I am so grateful to, um, actually I've had a couple people reach out to me in the past week about my podcast, and I'm really, really grateful to those people that reached out to me because it rocks that people are listening to what I have to say. Um, and uh, the next episode that I make will be um, on question that I received from somebody that reached out to me. So until then, I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are. And uh, see you next time. Bye.